This is the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast with Charlie Badwini. Into 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair and Maz in the midday, but no ant, so I guess it's just Maz until he gets here. What else is new? He's never here when you need him. Uh, joined by the usual suspects, Charlito Badwini in the building. And, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Khalil Calloway. Fellas, how are we doing today? Someone? Anybody? Life is an abyss. Oh. Yeah. It's dark. <laughs> and sometimes there doesn't appear to be a light at the end of the tunnel. That's how you feel? Instead of there being light, there's Tim Boyle. And, buddy, let me tell you, it's not getting any brighter anytime soon. Ever since last night around 7.30, when the Jets and the Bills finished playing, I've been in my head. And, man, man, it's dark. (laughs) Oh, my God. It ain't that bad, buddy. Mass. You can't even tell me it isn't that bad because you don't understand, man. You don't understand. I understand the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe they haven't been to an NFC Championship game in 20 years. Maybe, maybe, maybe because you haven't won a Super Bowl in the last 25 years, you, you think that you think that's bad. But imagine me, a Jets fan, my entire life. I haven't seen a playoff game since I was in the fifth grade. I'm 23 years old. This was supposed to be the season where things turned around. I, 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 we talked about it all summer. I was expecting, you know, a, a, a championship uh, with Aaron Rodgers and, and the way this defense is and the coaching staff, yada, yada, yada. And four plays into the season, Rodgers goes down with the Achilles. Sure, fine. I think going forward after that, it was reasonable to, to at least expect success and competency and decent football. But no. Ever since then, it has been just about downhill from there. Sure, they picked up a, a surprise win against the Eagles. Sure, they picked up a few games here and there against the Giants, the Broncos. But the last four weeks, the Jets have been the worst offensive team in NFL history. <laughs> An all-time worst third down percentage of 22%. That has never once happened in the history of the National Football League. And somehow... Somehow, some way, it just got worse. <laughs> the Jets benched Zach Wilson, a third-year quarterback, for Tim Boyle. Tim freaking Boyle. Let me read you his career statistics. T- Tim Boyle isn't the next Mike White? Tim? In his career, Tim Boyle. 60% completion percentage, 600 yards, three touchdowns, nine interceptions. Please tell me how that's going to make the offense any better. Tell me. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Time out. I got to teach DJs here, buddy. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We got to play some CBPs, PSAs, and showmos. Good job, bud. We'll get back to it. Crap, bud. Um, I, Maz, I, I really I, I don't know what else to say here. It's just, it's bleak, man. And... A fish rots from the head down. 
so it starts at the top. First, you want to look at the general manager, Joe Douglas. Yes, they fixed the quarterback problem after last season. Yes, they went out and acquired, they traded two first-round picks, a second-rounder for Aaron Rodgers. He goes down four plays into the season. Zach Wilson, you know that, that week one game, he played fine. He got the win against Buffalo. But how do you not put together a better backup quarterback plan where you know the kid struggled last year, he got benched last season, and your backup backup plan is Tim freaking Boyle. Who I just I just listed you his career stats. How is that a viable backup quarterback option? How do you not go out and get a Joe Flacco who the Browns just picked up last night, as you said, Khalil? How do you not swap a six round pick with the Arizona Cardinals Stop for it. Josh Dobbs? Get some help. Listen, I, I appreciate the sound effects, but please let me finish. How do you not acquire a better third plan C option for a team with a Super Bowl ready defense and an offense that apparently can't operate? Let's go down to the next level. We're done with the GM. Down to Robert Sala. Bob Sala. You are not in control of this team. I don't know if you guys watched the game yesterday, but the amount of personal foul penalties, the boneheaded mental errors, Sauce Gardner body slams Stefan Diggs. What are you doing, man? Jumps the right. He's not in control. Let's go down another level. Nathaniel Hackett. How bad does Nathaniel Hackett look right now? The Broncos are on a five-game winning streak. Russ Wilson is playing the best ball of his career since his peak Seattle days. So, so I wanted to get into this conversation real quick, right? We had an actual debate here where uh, where our co-host, <laughs> Anthony Capone, out of nowhere, just decided to clothesline Sean Payton on this show. For the, the quotes that he made against Nathaniel Hack, and a lot of people took exception to it. They said it was unprofessional, this and that. I defended Peyton, and I said, well, I see no problem with it. I mean, you, you're working with the same, the exact same group of guys as last year. <laughs> the only difference is that Hackett isn't there. i got to tell these guys and do it publicly to let everybody know I believe in these guys and that it was the old guy in Hackett that was the problem. <laughs> and it turns out, guess what? Nathaniel Hackett's the problem. <laughs> he is hot garbage. All right? This guy, I don't know how he's a coordinator. I don't know after the years that you've seen him. I don't understand how he technically has a job in New York anymore. You're paying Rodgers all this money. Here's an idea, Rodgers. You wanted to call the plays, right? How about you call the plays right now, buddy? How about you get a headset? I'm not even asking you to be there, you know, like like a coach is supposed to. I'm asking you to show up on game day after watching the film that you're supposed to be watching if you were playing anyway and call the plays that you were going to call for yourself and let's see how it does. Because Lord knows Nathaniel Hackett ain't the option. Khalil, what do you think about this, buddy? Hey, they look good on two-minute drills, huh? The offense? <laughs> everything's a two-minute drill. What do you mean? The end of the half, you're down by a touchdown. Let's get that two-minute drill. The end of the game. Oh, we were down ten points. Let's break out that two-minute drill, and let's try to get that onside kick. It's every week, man. There's, every week. I'm, I'm sorry, Charlie, but... I can't blame you. There's there's only darkness for you guys. There's no there's no light there at the end no of the light. tunnel. You know, it's just it's just straight darkness. And look, you know, I would say something if Zach Wilson was actually playing really really well, but like he's not. You know, he's not playing well. Robert Sala's not coaching right. Nathaniel Hackett's not doing anything right. I mean, honestly, if I'm you guys, I'm hoping Aaron Rodgers just doesn't play the rest of the season. You know, maybe they make some changes after all this happens. And, you know, just, just call it quits. Just call it quits. 
So let me ask you something. What does benching Zach Wilson do for the Jets? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely not a bleeping thing, buddy. Not a thing. Not a thing. Maybe it boosts the morale that's not there. Okay. He, listen, you know, let's go through the timeline of how of how Zach Wilson was treated. Not like we haven't done this before. First off, uh, we got an ADJ on the mic here. Earl, buddy, uh, let me know. Do you think that the benching of Zach Wilson was warranted or not? It was a matter of time. I mean, it won't really change anything for the Jets' season. It's just unfortunate Aaron Rodgers went down, but, like, it, it was time to have a QB change. And hopefully Tim Boyle could do something. Okay. And I, I, I appreciate the comment. I, I, I appreciate you saying you got to try something. But once again, what does Tim Boyle show you that Zach Wilson doesn't? I, I understand oh. Zach Wilson is not a starting caliber quarterback in this league. Everybody on the Jets right now in, in, in a, a position, an important position, is a step too high. Robert Sala, probably a great defensive coordinator, bad head coach. Nathaniel Hackett, probably a solid quarterback coach, terrible offensive coordinator. Zach Wilson, not a starter, maybe not even a backup. Who knows? But behind an offensive line where the Jets were down to their 14th offensive lineman of the season, I was I was hoping and praying that when, when Zach got pulled in the third quarter, I was hoping that Sala was going to come out after the game and say it wasn't because of performance, it wasn't because of anything other than we wanted to protect him. Because he was behind a practice squad offensive line, he was taking a beating, there was no reason for him to be out there anymore. And they practice come out... Squad. That's not even a practice squad line anymore, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. Right? Hey, you you guys, you, you got Juco reserves right now. And they bench him. And you bench him. You shatter whatever confidence, any little shred of confidence they have left after you've coached him for the past two, three months to not even take any risks at all. The Jets are in are, are the opposite of what they should be doing. Robert Sala has to be one of the most conservative coaches I've ever seen in my life. When you have an elite defense like the Jets do, you should be more open to taking risks, taking shots downfield. The Jets haven't thrown a pass over 40 yards in a month. <laughs> And now you have DBs sitting on these routes, jumping passes, getting these interceptions. It's like, wow. Zach Wilson's stat line yesterday, 7 of 15, 80 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Tim Boyle comes in for for the, the second half of the third, fourth quarter. What do you do? 7 of 14, 80 yards, one interception. Wow. Wow. My mind is blown. It's almost like, wow. Wow. Changing the quarterback, maybe... Maybe it isn't the quarterback. Maybe it's the offensive scheme. Maybe it's the weapons. Maybe it's the offensive line. Maybe it's because no other receiver other than Garrett Wilson can get separation. It's just, it's it's utter insanity. And I'm sorry, but like I said, Salah, probably a great defensive coordinator. He is not an NFL head coach. He has botched this situation. He has botched everything with Zach Wilson ever since he got drafted. This season, is it's lost. The locker room is becoming disinterested. It's It's on the head coach. The front office deserves some blame, but I'm done with Robert Sala. Oh. I'm done. Did you just say that you are done? I'm with done. Bobby Sala? I'm done. Bobby's out. Uh, me personally? And, and the th- Charlie Doe, he's done. It's over. He's I'm done. He, he's, lo- he, he's, he's lost me. He's lost the locker he's, room. He, he 100% has. They gave up emotionally and physically yesterday. Yeah. The I'm Buffalo Bills. You guys gave up emotionally game two. That's, but like, yeah. but, but like you, you, I don't know about that. You, you can't even say that, though. What? They beat Philly. Because they beat, yeah, they beat Philly. Sorry, was it game three? What, Philly? It was game seven, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. When, uh, you know what I'm talking about. What, Dallas? Yeah. Week two. That's what I said. It was game two then. Yeah, but they... What are you talking about? Beat Philly. I'm no, saying, no, no, you said they no, were... I'm saying that's the first time I looked at this team and I went, wow, they're pretty down. All right? 
And nobody in here is going to be a spark for this team, so they, they got to stay in games. Because yeah. the second they go down, no one's making a comeback. Right? Like, it's just yeah. not happening. You, you thought when, when Zach stepped up after uh, – I'm going to be honest. What does that kid need to do? Right? What more does Zach Wilson need to he do? He needs help. Dude, he needs he needs coaching. He needs coaching, and he he doesn't get it. He needs a game plan. He needs help. He needs coaching. He needs he needs everything. He literally needs everything. Everything but a wide out one. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. If I put Zach Wilson, you're gonna hate this. Oh my god, you're gonna hate this. If I if I no no if you put anybody on the Niners, congratulations, you're gonna win games. We already saw Jimmy Garoppolo there. Kudos. All right, if I put Mac Jones on the Patriots, they win some games. They're not in the same I mean, position. Zach, Zach, Zach Wilson Wilson. on the Patriots? Yeah, that's what I meant. Thank you. Um, I mean, like, oof. Billy O'Brien seems to be a decent offensive mind. I mean, I, I don't hate that. I mean, as much as I hate the Patriots. But it's just the fact that the Jets can never get this right. Well, let's, let's just go through this, right? The kid comes in, right, 21, 22? Yeah, something like that. Okay. He has some... Off-field curricular activities happening that that puts them into, you know, the the stratosphere young amongst young men of stardom. All right, so that, that that already was already going to be a problem, right? And then you get to a point where it's like they start losing games, and he's frustrated because he's he's throwing some balls where it's like, wow, all right, I kind of get why they drafted him that high, but I still think that they drafted him high, and they did him no favors, drafting him second overall. Let's make no mistake about it, right? The kid literally. Has a, a, nobody to throw to. Garrett Wilson's not even there the first year. All right, Garrett Wilson doesn't even emerge as a target a, until halfway through his rookie season, right, at, at the level that we're expected from Garrett Wilson now. All right, there's still nobody else even there. All right, the only person who can name the offensive coordinator that he was working with is Charlie at that time. All right. Michael Fleur. Exactly. My <laughs> point. Thank you. What's he been doing? He's the OC for the Rams, but that's McVay who calls McVay. the plays. So stop yeah, it, it doesn't yeah. even matter. You're just there for a title because your family knows somebody. Congratulations, buddy. We liked your brother up in Green Bay. We'll see what he can do with the the new quarterback. But kudos to you, right? You just made my point. Thank you. And then the kid had the the stuff against the Patriots happens. The kid who you're expected to be a captain, even though he's literally the youngest player on your squad, right? Puts the blame on everybody else because he's immature at the time, all right? Loses the locker room off of one comment. Oh, my God. If you lost the locker room off of one comment, congratulations. That is the softest locker room I've ever seen in yeah. my life, all right? Like, good God. Like, I, I don't get it. Are you are you upset that the kid's got a bigger contract than you because he was a first-round pick? Like, because you played for the Jets? I don't I don't know what to tell you, all right? No disrespect. Playing for the Jets has not been fun over there. Since Joe Namath, it hasn't been fun, all right? Maybe a little under Rex Ryan when he got you to run through a wall. The only problem is the wall was going off a cliff. <laughs> uh, I, like, that's it. That's all I got for Maz, you. Maz, your mic's either either really quiet or it's off. Can you hear me or not? It's a, it's a little little soft. A little soft. I put it up a little more. Can you hear me now? Better? Yeah. That's Thank you. So anyway, um, where was I? Uh, Zach Wilson's history timeline of the Jets. Yeah, no, so th- that's basically where we're at right now, right? Oh, I'm really low. That is insane. The kid was not supposed to play a snap this year. He oh, wasn't. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you, right? That that we that's where we're at. Wasn't supposed to play a snap. Nathaniel Hackett wasn't even supposed to call plays. <laughs> all right, and now you just throwing him into the fire with a second year head coach, with a second year GM. They still haven't built the team. All right, he wasn't even supposed to be here. And guess what the kid did? 
every loss, even when he looked decent, I got to be better. Yeah. Week in and week out, took everything on the shoulders. And what did we do? We just kept on piling more and piling more. For the love of God, somebody, please, anybody, take some responsibility other than this kid. Exactly. Who am I supposed to be? Sauce Gardner is literally playing out of character, all right, picking up the, the, these Bush League fouls, all right, looking like Josh Norman over here against OBJ. What is going on here? That's how dysfunctional this team is. you got a player like Sauce Gardner playing out of characteristic right now, and now people are going to be like, oh, Sauce is a dirty guy. No, he's not. No, he's absolutely not. He had one little frustration, and it happened, all right? It gets to the best of us. But I'm going to be honest with you. This organization is a poverty franchise. Nope. They, they're never going to fix it under Woody Johnson. All right, I'm going to be honest with you. It's time to sell the team. <laughs> Have I said anything wrong to you right now? No, I don't think anything's been wrong. I mean, Zach Wilson's taken a lot of blame for stuff that he can't control. <laughs> you know, like, one, you're coming in to a situation that you're supposed to develop in, right? I think we've been blessed with so much rookie quarterback talent that is automatically supposed to be the franchise for your team and supposed to flourish right away. That we forget that there's also guys that you have to develop over time. And Zach Wilson is one of those guys that you're going to have to develop over time. Like, Patrick Mahomes, sad a season, it comes in and just becomes a franchise QB. Deshaun Watson comes in, becomes a franchise QB. Uh, Justin Herbert, same thing. CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud, Joe Burrow. You see it with Anthony Richardson when he was healthy. Like, Trevor Lawrence. Like, even Trevor Lawrence, he was terrible his first year. And then gets a maybe crazy thought here. Gets a different coach. Gets another receiver, and Christian Kirk, who bolster got, the offensive line, bolster the offensive oh, line. We talk about the defensive line? pickups get get more crucial. They make the playoffs. You bring in Calvin Ridley. Well, I'm not even talking about this year. I was talking about the year that they made the playoffs oh. last year. Like they did all that stuff, and was able to make the playoffs. Zach Wilson, I think, does have the potential for the same thing. You just gotta help him. It, like nothing is like. Why can't we talk about oh. the developmental part of all this? Like. They're not helping him at all. Like, help him, please, for his sake. It's I, I, like I don't know how many how many Jets, Jets games you've watched this year, but if I have to see another Brees Hall run up the middle on first down, Brees Hall run up the middle on second down, slant to Garrett Wilson on third down, I am going to do something absolutely insane. Like I, I, I what are we doing here? What is wrong with this franchise? It's a mess. They're the Jets, but the problem is, is that they are literally crashing down every year. Yep. Can we just get some consistency just once? I had faith in the Jets. I still believe them to be the better franchise in terms of the Giants right this second. But the Giants are proving that wrong each week because right now Tommy DeVito is the best quarterback in all of New York City. And just look at that. Look what Brian Dable is able to do with a guy like Tommy DeVito, an undrafted free agent quarterback. It's unbelievable. He's thrown... Three touchdowns, or I believe it's six in the last two games, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Zach Wilson has six on the season in nine <laughs> games. What are we doing? And the worst part is you're laughing. You're laughing, Maz. The worst part is, and don't get me wrong, I love Aaron Rodgers. I will say this. I've said this a million times on this show. He's my one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time, my childhood hero. I was so ecstatic when he decided to choose to come to my favorite team, the New York Jets. But we're handcuffed. We can't fire Nathaniel Hackett because then you, you run the risk of losing Rodgers. You can't get rid of him. I'm going to be honest with you. Let it go. Who cares? What's he done? 
What is he doing? Why you guys have handed oh, over? It's all coming together. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's going absolutely nowhere. All right, here's the problem. Why do you allow yourself to be handcuffed for a guy who hasn't thrown a single touchdown for your franchise? Single pass. Didn't even get the pass off. He dropped back, it, it, right? It was it was two handoffs in the drop back, and then he tore the key. <laughs> Thank you. So we're gonna give the keys to the castle to this guy. This ain't Joe Namath. All right, this ain't Joe Montana. This ain't even Mark Sanchez for the Jets. All right, I don't know why I threw Montana in there, but you get what I'm saying? Like he's done nothing for the Jets except boost morale a little bit. If you know the heck, it's not the guy. All right, congratulations. If he's going to leave because I fired the guy who literally has been proven to be irresponsible, just not suited, and way above his shoulders in terms of what he's gotten into, yeah, congratulations, you can leave too, if that's all that it takes. I will gladly go draft somebody else. I will gladly work on this rebuild the right way. Because now i got to go buy Devontae Adams, and that's even if he wants to come here. And that's even if the Raiders are willing to trade him, which, congratulations, they won't be. Because they don't—they have no need to. What, because they're going to go help out Devontae Adams? If they cared about Devontae Adams, they would have traded him this season. All right? The second Jimmy Garoppolo went down and the season was started swirling, all right? They would have traded him this season to an actual contender. But they didn't because they don't care about Devontae Adams. They care about the Raiders. Congratulations. Why are we so enthralled that he's going to the Jets? The Raiders aren't going to trade him. I'm telling you that right now. No, they're probably. I, I don't think they are, especially with that new coach, Antonio Pierce. Ho- which they hopefully, this time, the Las right. Vegas Raiders can keep that coach. Sure. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think Devontae's going anywhere, especially with this new system that they got going, going on. So who do you I, bring in? What who are you going to bring in? For the Jets? For the Jets. Congratulations. Who are you going to go get? I heard Cortland Sutton floated. Congratulations. No. Sean Payton actually learned how to run an offense over there. Something Nathaniel Hackett could never do. Now, granted, Sean Payton is going down as a Hall of Fame head coach. Nathaniel Hackett will be wiped out of everybody's memory within a season or two. But other than that, I mean, come on. I mean, you traded Elijah Moore. Sure. You know, you... Denzel Mims is off the team if he was even an option. Uh, I mean, Alan Lazard, you call Gabe Davis a, a good two. I think Alan Lazard is a poor man's Gabe Davis. What? Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard is a Alan three was, on any other. Alan Lazard? What are you he's, talking about? He's, 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 man, he's a poor man's Gabe Davis. No, that's not. I wouldn't call that, that is, a poor that, man's Gabe Davis is, is like a Brandon Cooks right now. All right? No, capable of being a number two. Alan Lazard is not capable of being a number two. Alan Lazard right now has the highest drop rate with the most targets of any receiver in the National Football League. And we gave him a four-year, $44 million contract this offseason. I'm saying that he's bad. I'm Thank like, you, Aaron. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, but calling him a poor Appreciate man. Appreciate it. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I think calling him a poor man's Is that, is that disrespectful? Davis, I think it's disrespectful to Gabe Davis what, because Gabe Davis is that much better than him. <laughs> oh, 100%. Oh, Gabe Davis is actually usable. Now, is Gabe Davis a little streaky at times? Yes. Sure. Absolutely. Is Gabe Davis definitely overhyped because of showing up one time against the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs? Absolutely. Mm. But Gabe Davis is that much better than Alan Lazard week in and week out, and it's not even close. All right? If the Dallas Cowboys signed Alan Lazard, congratulations. <laughs> I, I might I might have a protest outside of eight. I would buy a plane ticket. All right? I would take my Cowboys jersey. I would literally be burning it. Outside of AT&T Stadium, letting Jerry know, congratulations, you don't care about us anymore. Listen, if I'm the Jets, I'd go beef up that old line in the draft, get some more guys. Hopefully they can actually stay Why? healthy. Why? Why? So they can just do absolutely nothing? <laughs> 
What do you want? Them? That's all they can do. They got to go to the O line. You got to draft. I don't want to draft an O line because I, I. Do you want to draft a receiver? I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, pr- I'm gonna prove this to you right now. I'm gonna prove this to you right now. Okay. All right. They can't develop them positions. I think they're de- okay. Here's the thing. Vera, Especially the Giants. Vera too. Tucker and Beckton, I think, are solid. I just think they both got hurt. I think that was an unfortunate situation. But, like I said, I'll say it again. Yesterday, after because Beckton hurt his ankle yesterday, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were down to our 14th offensive lineman of the sure. season. 14. You don't even carry 14 <laughs> on a roster. You know, the counting the practice squad. You don't have that many in a season for any other team. Like what the hell is going on around here, man? What? Like, I don't understand. Stop it. Get some help. Oh, my uh, God. Thanks for, thanks for letting me use the dump on Charlie. <laughs> you can't say that? No, no. no. <laughs> Guys, when, when are you allowed to say that term that he just said? Don't, don't say the term, but uh, when are you allowed to use that term? In the title of a song, and that is the only time ever. All right? The title of the song, if you say the title of the song, that's fine. Other than that, we cannot say that here because we are a nonprofit public radio station. Charlie, thank you. Your team is in trouble, man. Oh, man. They are going absolutely no. For a team that's four and six, right? Like, sure. Yeah, no, we're like, acting like they're, they're absolutely. Right, like, like they haven't won a game. They're 0 and 10. They haven't done nothing. But, dude, they've been hit the panic button ever since Rodgers went down. Yeah. So it's like, congratulations. Even so, when Wilson stepped up and won that game, there was never any confidence in him. So I disagree that, that they, they've, they've been. been Waving the panic flag, they've been waving the white flag since Rodgers went down. Sure, they there there was no aggressiveness to try and there was I guess, no passion. I, if, if you want to say it, save the season, to because if, if if you understand if you're looking at Zach Wilson in practice every day and you're like okay we're gonna trot him out for the rest of the season now that Aaron Rodgers has gone down, why do you not flip a six rounder to the Cardinals for Josh Dobbs? Why do you not go out and sign a Carson Wentz? I can't believe I'm even saying that. But how do you not make any moves besides signing Trevor Simeon to the practice squad to bolster the QB spot? Well, how is out. your plan I, C and I D? I'll give you Dobbs. I'll give you Dobbs. I don't know about Wentz. Maybe. But you, your biggest thing has to be whoever who was going to be. It could not be a Kirk Cousins. It could not be a Ryan Tannehill. It had to be somebody that can move because the line is hurt. All right, you brought in the crown jewel, and the jewel got cracked before the first pass was even launched. All right, it was in the process of looking for the first pass. All right, I thought he at least got one off for crying out loud. All right, so that's what I'm saying is that whoever it was going to be, you want to say Josh Dobbs? I don't think you saw what Josh Dobbs was capable of that week, even that week. All right, like I wouldn't, nobody would be trading for Josh Dobbs. That that's one of those hindsight's 2020. You're looking in the rearview. What's up? The Vikings did. Yeah, after a couple of weeks. Sure. It was the week after Kirk went down. Yeah, yeah they traded him the week after Kirk went down. Yeah, but he but Kirk went down, what, week seven? Week six? Something sure. Like that. I thought you were saying right after Rodgers went down, no, that should have happened. No, right before, the, they made zero moves at the deadline. Gotcha, they okay, I hear what you're they saying They didn't now. try to trade for an offensive lineman. They didn't try to trade for another quarterback. They made a push for Devontae Adams. Ooh, wow, a receiver. Just so Wilson can get slammed to the turf while he's looking at Garrett and Devontae? That's crazy. Wow. It's unfreaking believable, man. Just the ineptitude. I don't understand. Ineptitude. That is I a, don't get it. That is an SAT word right there. What a word. Charlie, I, I'm going to be honest with you. If you, if you would have used that, you might have got into Harvard, all right? Could have used that on his SATs. That instantly would have got you to at least 1,200. 
I know Charlie only got like an 11 on that. <laughs> Joke's on you. I didn't even take the SAT. You didn't take the SAT. <laughs> Good God. Khalil, where are we going, buddy? Um, let's... Just where are we going? <laughs> I don't know where. We I don't know where they're going. The <laughs> like, like, we have to change the topic before I... Let's, I, I, let's I go to the, the other New York team. Tommy DeVito leading the Giants to a win against the Commanders. In Washington. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. You've been listening to The Breath of Fresh Jets with Charlie Badwinkle.